The following episode originally aired on Tuesday, November 14th, 2017, on The Point, KPOV 88.9 FM, High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. There once was a silly TV show that was all about surviving a bad experience. Well, My Garden This Summer was a series of mistakes, bad memory, and natural disasters. Sit right down and listen to my tale. The gardening season started with great promise. Carefully chosen flower and vegetable seeds, ordered in plenty of time to start the seeds under lights in the house. I discarded seeds from previous years since they'd been saved in uncertain conditions. Too much light, a bit of damp, freezing temperatures. I planted the seeds by a schedule based on the grower's dates listed on the seed packets. I charted the expected germination dates, the set-out dates, and the potential harvest dates so I'd be assured the vegetables would ripen before the first frost. So far, so good. As the seeds germinated, I cut back watering, raised the artificial lights, and prepared the tiny plants to be acclimated to the greenhouse. Watching hundreds of plants grow week by week, I had great hope for the summer. By May, the potatoes were finally in the stores, and I bought too many. Cut them up to have an eye in each piece and put 35 of them in the well-dug garden bed. Things were really looking great. Then the deer found a weakness in my garden fence and ate every green bean and flower bud. Before I could figure out how they got in, they came back and ate all the leaves, too. Next, they ate the budding broccoli heads, stripped off the leaves, and tried a few stems. To add insult to injury, the morning I left my greenhouse door open, the deer fawns got in and ate every tomato on the three plants, the red as well as the unripened green ones. Those little animals exploited my bad memory. My despair grew daily, but it was early in the summer, so I had hope of a recovery. Then the temperatures rose into the 90s, and it was as if the plants were in a slow-motion video. The tomatoes sat flowerless on the vines. The squashes produced huge leaves, but no fruit. The potato vines wilted despite regular watering. Even the corn looked tired. Just when I decided to concentrate on the flower garden, the wildfire smoke arrived, heavy in the air. Even my cats came inside, smelling like barbecue. Looking back at the growing season, I now can see some things worked well. My new irrigation schedule made a weekly chore more consistent. The benefits of planting deer-resistant and water-wise plants are becoming more obvious. The deer have found other food sources, my vegetables, unfortunately, and the perennials in the garden beds have put down deep roots. They didn't look as weary and worn out by August. In September, the sight of my silver lace vine struck visitors dumb, flowering up into the nearby juniper. My to-do list for next spring is long. Before planting, I need to repair that veggie garden fence and get in the habit of closing the greenhouse door. I will not be buying eight pounds of potatoes ever again, since that many cannot be planted in a home garden without crowding, as well as sacrificing the beds I could have planted more summer squash, watermelon, and pumpkins. When the temperatures rise as they may in August, I'll be using more shade cloth on PVC structures to shade the plants and increase pollination. I can't do anything about wildfires, but I won't let them stop me. A high-quality mask and safety glasses will become part of my garden ensemble on smoky days. After such a terrible garden season, I can confidently say it has to be better next year. It couldn't be worse. For lots of helpful garden information, go to our website, 
G-O-C-O-M-G-A.com and click on the KPOV tab on the orange bar. This has been Gardening. Get good at it on KPOV's The Point.